Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, everyone. It's our favorite time of the year here at The Black Effect. We're heading to Atlanta for the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival, and we're not going alone. Nissan is back as our partner, and they're continuing their Pitch Your Podcast Lounge at the festival, where you'll have the opportunity to pitch your podcast idea live and share it with the Black Effect team. So get those podcast ideas ready. And remember, you can count on Nissan to dial up the thrill in your adventures, no matter where life takes you. Visit blackeffect.com forward slash podcast festival for more details. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Listen, I'm sure we have found ourselves comparing we compare ourselves to other people and it can start off so innocent like oh my gosh I noticed she does her eyeliner this way and I do mine that way maybe that's maybe an observation but comparison thinking well maybe if I morph myself into this person I can get the same results as that person. And I'm so excited about our next guest, Nona Jones. She's gonna give us a practical step or two on how to kill comparison. Okay, this is exciting. Our next guest, we found out that we have something in common, something rare, something just awesome that we both love, right? It's not candy corn. She might like candy corn, but I know it ain't candy corn. But more than that, 
She is an international speaker, preacher, author, pastor. She and her husband lead an amazing ministry. She's the head of global faith-based partnerships at a huge tech company and a singer. Okay. Y'all please welcome Nona Jones. Hey, let me, let me caveat that though. I don't tell people I'm a singer when I'm with real singers. We know you be saying we've been on YouTube and stuff studying <laughs> and all that good stuff. <laughs> so you guys are wondering what do she and I have in common? So I've been following her on Instagram for about a year or two. And mm-hmm. I noticed she posted something the other day. We have the same carry on luggage. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's a rare spot. It's a rare find. You actually, I think you have to like go in the store mm-hmm. to see the bag. It's rose mm-hmm. gold. Yes. And so I randomly DM her like, this is whack. Because first of all, I don't want nobody to know. This is why I was selfish. I DM'd her because I didn't want to go in the comments and be like, I know what bag that is. Because I, I only want her and I to have the bag. <laughs> please, please. so I wanted her to know I see you sis I see you I'm not gonna put it in her comments because I don't want people to know this that's where I get selfish it's kind of like you don't want people to know what girl what perfume you wearing girl just something I picked up at Saks just I don't even I I don't even know what brand it is (laughs) listen I'm about that about my nail artist so my nail artist she's here in my town and people are always like I love your nails who did your nails I'm like I don't know I don't I don't know I just woke up and they were done even get her name i just know she's lovely i just know she's a lovely person (laughs) i don't remember i don't remember where i was i don't remember her name i just know it happened so but y'all that's not the reason why she's here on this episode today she is here because she is just full of courage which I'm sure she's had to be courageous even through fear, meaning the term do it afraid because you can't just not do it. Well, you can. You can have that choice, but she wouldn't be sitting us with us today if she hadn't made certain moves even while afraid. Her brand new book that she is on a grueling promo circuit for is called Killing Comparisons. And I think I love the subtitle even more reject the lie you aren't good enough and live confident in who god created you to be rejecting the lies that you're not good enough yeah which millions of us it's so much more common than we think Mm -hmm. that a lot of us think that we're not good enough so would you say the root of it are the lies that we believe 100 percent. yeah i i think Many times we assume if I can just, you know, memorize positive affirmations about myself, if I can, you know, if you're in a church context, if I can just memorize scripture about being fearfully and wonderfully made and how deeply loved I am by God, if I can just memorize those things, get them in my head, then I won't suffer from insecurity. But the problem is not what we know in our head. The problem is what we believe in our heart. And those are two very different things. We can know all the stuff, Mm. but it's what we believe that shows up in how we see the world. And so, yeah, it really has to do with our beliefs. 
So there's a difference between what you know in your head and your heart. So the head is what I've acquired through reading, mm -hmm. going to the doctor's mm -hmm. office or therapy. Okay, I know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. But the heart is where you believe. Like that's it. What yeah. you, your posture, that's who you are is mm -hmm. in your heart. Yeah, that's where your identity lives. It's in your heart. Mm -hmm. Come on. Oh, 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 come on. Come on. We, we can like that. <laughs> Well, it's so I think part of the reason why I wrote this book, and, and I'll tell you the story in a moment about why I even started on it. But part of the reason why I wrote this book is because I have been so blessed in my life. I mean, career wise, ministry wise, marriage wise, like God has really blessed me. And at the same time, back in 2020, I had an experience happen that forced me to confront what I believe more than what I know. And what mm. happened was, like so many people, you know, 2020 was going to be a great year for me. I had two books coming out that year. I had a full calendar of speaking engagements all around the U.S. I was speaking in, you know, Brazil and, and India mm. and Europe and all these. It was going to be an amazing year. But then everything got canceled and everything got postponed because of the pandemic. Well, I was on Instagram one morning and I saw a friend of mine who made a post. She was sharing the exciting news that she'd be speaking at this huge women's conference. And I remember looking at the post and I was like, oh, that's cool. Well, I scrolled down a little more and another friend of mine was like, just want you all to know I'm speaking at this women's conference. And I was like, oh, that's cool too. And so I scrolled down a little more and it was another friend and another friend and another friend. They're all speaking at this women's conference. And it got to the point, Michelle, where like I knew all the speakers, I even knew the host. And I was like, why wasn't I invited? Like, why, why wasn't I good enough? Like, why didn't I measure up? Why her, not me? Girl, it got so bad. I clicked on their profile. I was like, well, how many followers do they have? Like, you know, what other events are they speaking at? Like, I started to do all this comparison calculus. And it was in that moment that I realized you can have all the stuff and still be insecure because I had to realize that all the stuff I had, all the stuff I accumulated, it was not a shield against feeling like I didn't measure up. Mm. And so that's really what started me on this journey was like, man, there are some things I believe in my heart that were surfaced by that, that experience. And I knew all the scriptures. I knew the whole, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and people like me. I knew the affirmation, but I still felt like I didn't measure up. And so it really has to do with your heart. Mm. Now, are people more insecure because of social media than ever before? Ooh, I love this question. I love this question. So I do believe, and look, social media gets blamed for causing insecurity. I absolutely believe that social media exposes insecurity. I do not believe that it's the source. And I'll tell you why I think that, because two people can see the same post. One person can walk away from that post inspired. And another person can walk away from that post, what I call expired. And let me explain the difference. Mm. So I was a microbiology and cell science major in college. When you inhale air in your lungs, that's a physiological process known as inspiration. You are inspiring air. And when you inspire air, you feel invigorated. You feel energized, right? But conversely, when you exhale air out of your lungs, that's a physiological process known as expiration. And when you take your last breath, that's called your expiration date. 
And so the truth is comparison can take one of two forms. Healthy comparison inspires. Toxic comparison expires. And the difference is the condition of our heart. So it's not social media. It's not. Social media does give us a front row seat to other people's lives. At the same time, there are some of us who seeing another person's success, it gets translated as feeling like our failure. That's the fundamental problem. Dr. Jones, I don't even know. Is that... (laughs) Dr. Nona, not Nora, to... Dr. Jones. Thank you for the free degree. Thank you. I'll take the degree. <laughs> Inspire oh. versus expire. That there is absolutely incredible, which now I'm today years old when some people might say this person expired at so-and-so yeah. because they yeah. took their last breath. Yeah, they took their last breath. Mm-hmm. As the folks say, that will preach. <laughs> It's true though. It's true. I mean, I think we're quick to blame what we see. We see somebody else succeeding and we're like, that's causing me to be insecure. No, there is a belief on the inside of your heart that feels like somebody else's winning is you losing. And that is what we have to fix. We have to fix those beliefs. And that's why I wrote the book because girl, I was tired. And this is me being transparent. I was tired of seeing other people thriving and feeling like I somehow was failing. I was just tired. And you end up on this hamster wheel where it's like, I gotta do more, I gotta get more, I gotta achieve more, because Mm. if I just get more, Mm. then I'll finally feel secure. Not realizing that your insecurity is not a function of what you have. Your insecurity is a function of what your identity is secured to. And if it's an insecure foundation, something that is subject to the shifting current of other people's opinions and approval, you're going to be insecure. Doesn't matter how much you have, you're going to be insecure if you secure your identity to that. Okay, so social mm-hmm. media does not cause insecurity. Let's go deeper. I like to peel the onion back. Mm-hmm. What could be a root of insecurity? Is it lack of affirmation or an unbelief in yourself? What is it mm-hmm. that you found? Fundamentally, I think fundamentally, the root of insecurity is securing your identity to what I call an insecure foundation. And there are many types of insecure foundations. And I'll tell you, I'll explain just a few of them. One insecure foundation could be academic credentials. I know some people that they went to certain specific colleges, they got certain specific degrees because they had secured their worth and their identity to that college and that degree. And you have to be careful because it's subtle. Like I know some people who are brilliant and they felt crushed because they didn't get into a specific school. Why? Because they wanted to be able to say that they were a graduate of a certain school. But here's the thing. Not all schools are created equally. I have an MBA, but my MBA is from the University of Florida. That may be great. I mean, University of Florida is a very competitive school. It doesn't have the same level of ooh and ah as an MBA from Harvard. Mm And so if you secure your identity to that, you're going to realize that other people value the other degree more. So then you'll be crushed. Another, I would call insecure foundation, can be marital status. There are so many women who have secured their identity to being a wife. And what happens is 
maybe they're in a season of singleness or maybe they are divorced. And, and once they lose that sense of identity, they're lost in and of themselves. There are some people whose insecure foundation, maybe their financial status, they're constantly, you know, posting about what they have when in reality, it isn't even what they own. It's something they're borrowing, but they're creating this image, this image. They're leasing their lifestyle on credit because they've, they've secured their identity to being perceived as wealthy. And so you end up insecure because you've secured your identity to something that isn't stable. It's subject to other people's approval. And I believe that's the root. It's not mm. what you see on social media. It's where you're deriving your sense of worthiness from. I was about to say, where should we be securing our identity from? Go ahead. Give me the answer, girl, because we're going to dig deep on this. Go ahead. <laughs> Naturally, you would think our natural father, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our mm-hmm. last names, our identity mm-hmm. from our, most of the time from your paternal side. Yeah. 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 But securing your identity to when you don't even have that. Gotta come, come from on. God. Come on. Yes. 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 I want to unpack that. So Jeremiah chapter one and five. It's a verse that, you know, if you've been in the church, you know, 30 seconds, you've probably heard it. And it says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart, uh, called you as a prophet to the nations. Now, many times we think that life begins when the sperm meets the egg and the baby develops, right? We think, oh, there's a person. But if you really pay attention to what that scripture says, it says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. So that means before the sperm met the egg, you already had identity. You already had purpose. You already had significance. And so if you're deriving your identity from even your parents, from your family, from your academics, from your job, from your marital status, from your financial status, you've missed the entire point Mm. because you had value before you were formed in the womb. And that is why the only secure foundation is knowing who you are in God. Because listen, and I'm sure you know this better than anyone, there are many people who have achieved incredible success, Yes. who decided they had nothing worth living for. I think about people like Anthony Bourdain. I think about people like the the woman who founded Kate Spade, Robin Williams, these people who achieved the apex of success in their industry and they ended their lives. And it troubles my heart because People are thinking, well, if I can just be the next Robin Williams, if I can just be the next major Mm -hmm. designer, if I can just, you know, get this incredible show on Food Network, then I'll be okay. And it's like, no, if you're not deriving your sense of value and worth and your sense of just intention for your life from who God says you are, everything else is shifting sand. Masterclass is not even 20 minutes in. Nona, thank you so much, y'all. We have already dived so deep. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth. 
which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Yo, I'm hype. The Black Effect is live. This April 27th, the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival is headed down to Atlanta's very own Pullman Yards. Last year was incredible, and this year will be even more thrilling, especially with Nissan coming back along for the ride. Nissan is returning with some empowering activations to support black excellence in the STEAM fields. Have a podcast idea you've been eager to share with the culture? Well, Nissan is back with the Pitch Your Podcast Lounge. You'll have the chance to record your podcast idea and share it with the Black Effect Podcast Network team. But that's not all. Nissan is taking the stage to spotlight some of the HBCU scholars from their own Thrill of Possibility Summit. Nissan's action-packed weekend of community building, mentorship, and professional development for HBCU scholars pursuing professions in STEAM. The Black Effect Podcast Festival is the event to be at. You will not want to miss this. Because no matter where life takes you, Nissan will dial up the thrill in your adventures. Visit blackeffect.com slash podcast festival for more details. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com you went into a little bit about um, the reason why you wrote Killing Comparison, rejecting the lie that you aren't good enough and how even who you are mm-hmm. scrolling, scrolling, scrolling mm-hmm. to the point mm-hmm. where we turn into inspect the gadget. Like you said, we start, we start looking at other people's <laughs> profiles and what they have. And then what could be so unhealthy, we might even find ourselves morphing ourselves Come into on. who they are yes okay well let me do my hair it looks like she wings her mm-hmm. eye a little mm-hmm. oh, oh mm-hmm. she talks like this or she has a psychology mm-hmm. degree so before you know it mm-hmm. you done found yourself googling okay maybe i gotta get a degree <laughs> 
<laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Or like, say Nona, y'all, I love how she shows us her home life. You're in the process of renovating your home, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Are those double doors? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm Kevin Hart, a comedian. Like, or, okay, well, maybe let me get a house like Nona's. Let me get double doors. Maybe yep. that's, that'd give me double favor. Right. Me... <laughs> yes. Okay, maybe, okay, so I work in pharmaceutical. Maybe I need to work in tech like her to get yep. these connections. Yep. How does social media affect women of color? Oh, my goodness. Well, you hit the nail on the head. Like, finish your question, though, because I want to get the full context of what you want to talk about. What are you seeing social media do to the community as a whole? I think one of the points that you're making that is so relevant and critical for people to understand is we are born in original. Like we are born with a very unique purpose. Mm -hmm. I am of the belief that God does not make extras and he doesn't make duplicates. I believe that every single one of us has a unique purpose in this world. But what's happening is we're born in original but many of us are dying as a duplicate because we see what other people are doing and achieving and how they're dressing and who they're with. And we're setting them as the benchmark for Mm. our purpose. You know, like you said, just let me, let me look like this person. Let me act like this person. Let me get the degrees this person gets. And it's like, maybe that's not why you were created. Maybe that's not why you created. And I will tell you, I talk about this transparently in my book, I've been overweight my whole life. Like I was, I was morbidly obese pretty much my whole life. And after having my second son, I was almost 300 pounds. I was chronically in pain, fatigued all the time. Mm. And I just like, I wanted to lose weight and I wanted to get healthy. Well, I had tried all the fad diets. I had tried all that stuff. Nothing ever worked. So I decided to do the one thing I had never done before. And that was just eat right and exercise. And so through the process of doing that, I ended up losing a hundred pounds. God was good. He gave me the grace to keep it off for the last 10 years. And when you talk about how social media affects black women, I would see all these images of black women with curves, like, you know, the booty and the breasts and the this and the that. Well, to tell you a little bit about me, I got my dad's chest in my mom's butt, literally like flat all the way around. The only thing I ever had, the only curves I ever had was when I had a belly, like that was it. And I used to tell myself, I was like, man, if I could just like push my belly through my body into my booty, I would have the best shape. So I would do the donkey kicks and the squats and Bulgarian split squats and all this stuff for years. Girl, my legs got toned, my back, my arms got toned, my booty didn't grow one inch. So I was like, okay. It got firm though. It had to have what you did have got firm. If you call a wall firm, (laughs) then yes. (laughs) that's your definition of firm then yes (laughs) it was firm as a wall okay um but I was like I'm gonna get me a booty and so after doing all the work I decided I want to be like the other black women who I see who are esteemed as gorgeous right so I prayed about it I was like Lord I'm gonna get this procedure and I need you to bless me and keep me safe during the procedure and I heard the Lord say If I wanted you to have a booty, I would have given you a booty. I did not give you a booty to keep you humble. I heard the Lord say this, right? I was like, 
well, Lord, I'm going to be humble with the booty. That was my response. Right. <laughs> like, what, 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 what does having a booty have to do with humbleness, Lord? <laughs> what in the world? Well, I think the Lord, the Lord knew me. The Lord knew that well, I was on Jeremiah the edge of 1-5. humility. Jeremiah mm-hmm. 1-5. He knew. No, no, you're on the edge of humility. If I give you this booty, we're going to have a problem. So I go get the procedure done. And within six months, my booty was gone because it was fat transfer. And so when I went back to working out and the doctor told me, he said, Nona, you can't work out as intensely as you do because you'll burn all the fat off. So I did, girl, my booty was gone. And I had to reflect on the fact that what led me to do it in the first place was again, this idea of the ideal body shape for a black woman. And the fact that I didn't have it. And so I do think that seeing this, this kind Mm. of standard of beauty, you're just flooded with it. It can cause you to question whether or not you're good enough in your physical appearance also. So that's that's my testimony. I wish I would have saved my money. Uh, I could have bought a car with it. But uh, it is what it is. Wow, Nona. First of all, thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Like that's very huge. (laughs) very transparent in the world of it's so popular honey go to the dominican go to brazil yeah and get Mm -hmm. it done and get yourself a booty yeah no (laughs) oh wow wow Mm, mm, mm. well you've heard of the statement comparison is the thief of joy of joy right and what comparison can do to one's mental health Mm-hmm. Did it affect you as far as like depression? I'm sure anxiety. I mean, but like mm-hmm. prolonged sadness. Yeah, I, I can remember times. So to give you some more context, I have been in an executive role since I was 23 mm-hmm. for a very large corporation. I was placed on the fast track very early. And I remember being in rooms like boardrooms where I was half the age of everybody else at the table. And there were so many times when I, like I wanted to be in the room, but I felt like I didn't belong. So it's that idea of imposter syndrome where I felt like I'm going to be found out because I saw myself and I saw everybody else. And I was like, I don't have the experience they have. You know, I don't even have the relationships they have. And so it definitely toyed with my mental health to the point where there were times when I was depressed. And I remember at some point I started to get into politics and I was working for an organization where I was leading their federal government strategy. And so I would be invited to the White House a lot. This was under the Obama administration. There was one particular event that I went to and I think it was like the Black History Month event at the White House. Mm-hmm. And I looked around and you know, the president was there and the first lady was there and all these dignitaries were there. And I remember thinking, I should be really happy right now. Like I should feel like I've made it. And yet I just felt empty because I, I, even though I was in the room, I felt like I didn't belong there because I was comparing myself to other people. And it did for years. It stole my joy. I mean, I look back on that period of my life and I'm like, man, that was actually a miraculous opportunity for me, but I couldn't enjoy it because comparison stole that gift from me. You know, whoever's listening, maybe you're still in high school, maybe you're in college, you're on a sports team, or you graduated with honors, and then you walk into another room with other people graduated with honors, and instead of you celebrating the other people, you walk in like, 
I don't deserve to be here. Why am I yep. here? Obviously, yep. you got yep. the invitation for a reason. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your book, you mentioned somebody winning doesn't mean you losing. You also put it this way. You are not a failure because of someone else's success. It's the same thing. And in mm-hmm. your book, basically, you are just trying to help us to develop practical ways to conquer mm-hmm. daily comparison. Y'all, we're going to flood Amazon, (laughs) Zondervan, Target, all of these places to get the book. Audible, however you get your books, right? One, give us one practical way. Because y'all, the the rest is in the book. But I love (laughs) when authors come in and just give us one pillar. Do you mind sharing us a a practical way? Of course. Yeah, no, I'm happy to. Um, so there's a thread throughout my book where I, there's three main characters that I really kind of rest the thesis of my book on. And most people know in the Bible about King Saul. Mm. Most people know about David and how David got the approval of the people. Saul was king. He felt David was a threat. And we tend to hear that story a lot, but there's actually a third person in that story that doesn't get a lot of airtime who should. And his name is Jonathan, and he is King Saul's son. He was also David's best friend. The reason why I share this and the reason why I thread the story throughout the book is because a lot of times people think that the headline is that Saul thought David was a threat. But in 1 Samuel chapter 24, verse 31, Saul says something to Jonathan that was really powerful because Jonathan He would defend David. He would encourage David. He would support David. When his dad wanted to harm David, he was like, don't do it. And Saul turns to his son one day and he says, do you not know that as long as David lives, neither you nor your kingdom will be established? And I found that so interesting because in that moment, what I realized is that even though Saul and David's so-called conflict gets all the airtime, the real threat was Jonathan. Like David wasn't a threat to Saul because Saul was king. David wasn't going to depose Saul. Mm -hmm. David was going to usurp the kingship of Jonathan. And so it was like, how is it that this person loved and encouraged and supported the very person who was considered a so-called threat to him? And I think the takeaway from that for us practically is that the key to killing comparison in yourself is learning to celebrate the victory of others. The reason why Saul thought David was a threat is because David was victorious and he was favored and the people approved of him. And instead of Jonathan seeing that as a threat, Jonathan supported David. There's actually a scene in the Bible where Saul was, uh, you know, he was talking about killing David. And Jonathan was like, no, don't do that. Saul and David returned from battle one day and the people were singing, Saul has slain his thousands and David his tens of thousands. And it was at that moment that Saul became jealous of David. But in that same scene, Jonathan walked over to David, gave him his garment and gave him his weapons. So I learned from that, man, if you want to kill comparison, instead of seeing someone as a threat, you have to learn to support and, and encourage them and be grateful for what God is doing in their life and live in your lane. Like your lane is not their lane. If they win, you don't lose. If they succeed, you don't fail. So you have no reason to feel like they're a competitor. And once you get that in your heart and you reframe toxic comparison 
you'll be able to learn from that person, celebrate what they're doing. If they have a business that's thriving, instead of seeing them as competition, reach out and say, hey, can I set up you know, 10 minutes to just learn how you're succeeding? If you see somebody who lost the weight that you wish you could lose, reach out. Hey, you know what's working for you? What can I learn from you? Now, instead of positioning yourself as a competitor, you're positioning yourself as a student. And I think that is a key to killing comparison. That's so good. Clap when other people win yes. to the point where yes. you'll do it so much. Comparison, jealousy, none of that mm -hmm. won't live. It don't even have room because you're drowning it all out with clapping mm -hmm. when other people are winning. Yes. What is yes. the trajectory of a person that doesn't? That doesn't celebrate others? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think what you're going to do is you're going to find yourself feeling even more insecure. You're going to feel discouraged. You're going to feel depressed. You're going to feel like a failure. And I think those are some of the signs that toxic comparison is in your heart is when you see somebody else succeed and you feel discouraged, you feel like you'll never be good enough. And basically your life is going to feel empty. It's going to feel empty. It's going to feel like it's void of purpose. So if you choose to harbor bitterness against somebody who's succeeding, if you choose to not celebrate them, maybe you're going to talk about them behind their back and, oh, they think they're this, that, and the other. Mm. All that does is that tears you down. It doesn't tear them down because they're winning, right? Yep. All it does is tear you down. So we have to learn to release that. Got to release it, y'all, because let me tell you something. You being jealous of somebody ain't going to stop them from still winning. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> That's if you right. can't beat them, join them. Just come join on. And, them. <laughs> like you said, join them. <laughs> Take a course that they might be offering mm -hmm. to get into mm -hmm. their mind, right? Mm -hmm. The good thing is, too, I think there are, I don't know how many billions of people on this planet. <laughs> Nona, you going to have a small sector of them. I'm going to have a small <laughs> sector of them, Samantha, Angela, any and everybody yeah. listening. I'm telling oh you, we don't have to worry and be jealous about who is reaching who. Oh, you got a course on this topic. I got a course on this topic too. Right. Remember, we're, we're two different, we're two we're different, different people. people. Matter of fact, I might even post about yours because I know maybe your oh. demographic is different from mine. Yes. What you have to yes. offer in your course, it might be the same topic, but we're gonna it's gonna be so unique. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow Black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
Hey everyone, I am so excited. The Black Effect is live. This April 27th, the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival is headed to Atlanta's very own Pullman Yards. Last year was incredible, and this year will be even more thrilling, especially with Nissan coming back along for the ride. Nissan is returning with some empowering activations to support Black excellence in the STEAM fields. Have a podcast idea you've been eager to share with the culture? Well, Nissan is back with a Pitch Your Podcast Lounge. You'll have the chance to record your podcast idea and have it shared with a Black Effect podcast network team. But that's not all. Nissan is taking the stage to spotlight some of the HBCU scholars from their own Thrill of Possibility Summit, Nissan's action-packed weekend of community building, mentorship, and professional development for HBCU scholars pursuing professions in STEAM. The Black Effect Podcast Festival is the event to be at. You won't want to miss this because no matter where life takes you, Nissan will dial up the thrill of your adventures. Visit blackeffect.com forward slash podcast festival for more details. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I'm late. I'm late. Three very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com I'd like to share something with you. I spoke at a women's conference this past weekend at a church. I am the only person on the flyer that's not like a credentialed preacher. Come One on, of, Pastor Williams. Come, <laughs> no! <laughs> One of my favorites ever was on there, Dr. Kalita Forbes. Uh huh. Uh -huh. She's a therapist but yet she's a powerhouse minister. So she spoke the night before. I spoke Saturday morning and then a prophetess comes after. <laughs> and I'm like, right now, what I had to share didn't start with turning your Bibles too. And that's okay. I'm One day it will, it, it will. But I promise y'all, when you celebrate others and when you walk into a space, like, first of all, they brought all of us here for our individual yep. ways that we yep. flow and go. Yeah. 
And I left that conference so confident saying, wow, what I have is unique. Yeah. I didn't have to yeah. go in there trying to lay hands on anybody. Come on. Or, and I was Pulling like- an oil. Right. And there's a time in- no. I'm here. Hey, everybody, you get oil, you get oil. What did Oprah say? You get a car, you get a car. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe one day the Lord might say, hey, he might lead me to somebody for prayer. And that's great. But this particular time, I promise you- I sat on my way to the airport like, wow, God, what you have given me is so unique. Mm. First of all, it would be boring if everybody did the same type yes, of yes. prophecy, teaching, preaching. And how refreshing it is, Nona, for you to do what you do in the way that you do it and not mm-hmm. like anybody else's. That's why you can sit in certain rooms. There's something unique, right? And no one has to be jealous. So not only was I not jealous of someone else's gifting for one of the first times, I was like, wow, I do have something unique. Yes. Also in your book, that is how we can pursue a free, joyful life when we can live confident in who God made Mm. us to be. One of our favorites, Dr. Anita Phillips did a review for your book and said, Nona Jones has stripped insecurity down to its core to help us see it for what it is. Yeah. We got to really be real and raw and call and be like, no, this is what it is. This is what it feels like. This could be the cause of it. And this is what you have to do. Because every one of us has such a unique imprint. And what's going to happen is you'll die with all of that in you because you were trying to be someone else. Listen, I believe in my heart that the richest place on earth is the cemetery. Because so many people died with so much purpose and potential on the inside of them that they never allowed to see the light of day because of comparison, because mm. they were like, oh, you know, let's, let's talk about, first of all, I'm so glad you, you brought up this whole issue of having this unique gift. When I first started preaching, I remember thinking, I'm not like these people. Like I'm, I'm not, I would see like, you know, like a Bishop Jakes and a Joyce Meyer and a Chris Kane and all these, I'm like, I'm not like them. Like, who am I to get up there and speak? And so I would be so nervous Early on, I was so nervous because I had in my mind, but I'm not them. And it wasn't until God said something so powerful to me. He said, you're right. You're not them. And that's why I'm using you. He was like, I don't need another Chris Kane. I don't need another Bishop Jake. I don't need another Joyce Meyer. They have a lane and they're fully occupying it. He was like, Nona, all I need you to do is fully occupy the lane that I've given you. And ever since then, I've had people ask me, do you get nervous when you get up to speak? I don't, you know why? Because God called me, I didn't call myself. I have nothing to be nervous about. I mean, I hope it works, I hope it goes well. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I'm gonna do the best I can. But you, you were asked to be there because there's something on the inside of you that that room needed. And so you don't have to put pressure on you to be like anybody else because that room needed prophetess, apostle in training, Michelle Williams. (laughs) That's what that room needed. That's what they needed. And no, no, when, when you do get up to speak, this is a mistake that people make to me. And it speaks. It's like, they literally speak what their insecurity. I know I'm not so-and-so, but God said, you don't even have to say that. See, why are you saying that? Just get up (laughs) and be you 
And do you, I am so glad for our connection. And let me tell you guys something. Social media does more than exasperate your insecurity. It also can connect you with awesome, bright people in such a dark world. But guess what? Your world Mm. can be even brighter when you can connect with amazing souls. You are an author of about five books right? (laughs) Killing Comparison, Mm -hmm. everyone, is her newest book. In your book, Success from the Inside Out, you shared your story of overcoming some physical um, and sexual abuse as a child. Mm -hmm. And I can imagine, well, I know, I guess I always also try to think of the person listening. Well, this happened to me, so I'm glad to hear that y'all not comparing yourselves, but y'all don't understand what happened to me as a child. This is why I am the way I am, you overcame it and discovered what your potential was in spite of. Was that a process for you? Mm -hmm. How can Nona Jones sit here right now with having what you shared in your book, Success from the Inside Out? Listen, the short answer is the grace of God. There's an assessment. It's called the Adverse Childhood Experiences Assessment. And It's on a scale of one to 10, and it basically looks at the different types of childhood trauma a person experiences, and it assesses the probability that they will have an adverse outcome in life. So either drug addiction, Mm. uh, premature death, incarceration, et cetera. Again, scale of one to 10, where one is considered very low, 10 is considered very high. If you score a three on this assessment, you are considered at high risk for an adverse outcome. I scored an eight. Like just based on what I experienced as a child, I scored an eight. So the fact that I'm having this conversation with you is a testament to the miraculous power of God to heal what people would say is is truly unhealable. I think for, for anyone who's listening to this and you have experienced this type of trauma, you've experienced this type of pain. First thing I want you to know is that there is hope. Mm-hmm. There is hope. And hope is found in one of the most difficult things that we have to do and that is forgiveness. Okay. And I know it sounds cheap. Like it sounds like, I don't want to forgive this person for hurting me. I don't want to forgive this person, you know, for what they did, especially when they didn't even apologize for it. But hear me, an apology has no power in and of itself. A person can hurt you and they can apologize and you can still carry the hurt of what they did. What forgiveness does is it essentially releases your future from the pain of your past. And what I had to do, to give you just an example, my mom, she allowed, knowingly, allowed her boyfriend to abuse me, sexually abuse me for many years. She became physically and verbally abusive. I remember one time when she had him locked up for sexually abusing me, she took me with her on the day of his release from jail to pick him up and brought him back home. And so essentially what that communicated to him is, hey, I can do what I want to do. And he did. I confronted my mother about that maybe at, I don't know, 21, 22 years old. And I was like, we need to talk about what happened. And she literally turned to me and she said, there's nothing to discuss. If you would have just kept your legs closed, it wouldn't have happened. So basically, if at five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, if I would have just fought harder, if I would have just protected myself, it wouldn't have happened. I learned in that moment that I had two choices. I could either allow my anger over what happened to me to essentially become the GPS of my life where I'm making bad decisions because I'm angry, or 
I could forgive, I could release her from the debt of an apology, and I could decide to chart a new course for my life. And that was through the grace of God that I made that decision. And the last thing I'll say is this, and I hope this frees somebody. Forgiveness does not mean you have to give somebody access to your life. If you are dealing with someone who is unrepentant for what they did, they don't just get access to your life because you forgave them, because they're not safe. A person who isn't safe does not deserve access to you. So on the flip side of forgiveness is repentance. And that's the, the cost of relational reconciliation. If a person hasn't repented for what they did, bless and release and you be free through the power of forgiveness. That's so good because we've heard a lot of practitioners say, stop telling people that they have to forgive their abuser. Mm-hmm. But you said something so key, it unlocks your future. Yeah. And it's not about forgiving what they did. It's about releasing yourself from the pain of what they did. Because it doesn't matter. Like, look, people do what they do for their own reasons. It's not about saying, you know what? I forgive you. You made a mistake. No, no, no. I'm releasing you from the debt of apology. I'm releasing you from the debt of trying to make it right. Because you never will. My abuser came to me and explained why he did what he did. He was abused as a child. He apologized for what he did. That didn't make me feel any better. The only thing that initiated my healing journey is when I made the decision to forgive him. And I said, you know what? I can't change what happened, but I'm releasing my future from the pain of my past and I'm moving on. Mm. And y'all, in doing that, she's here today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, we're talking Mm -hmm. about killing comparison and how you know, comparison can start at home. It often does compare it to a sibling, you know, Mm -hmm. compare it to what somebody else's child at church has accomplished. It can start there and you grow up feeling like, well, I got to be like so-and-so. I got to be like, you know, Mm -hmm. um, uh, comparison, the root abuse. Thank you so much for these jewels. And there's something in your book, how learn how to control social media and don't let it control you. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. absolutely amazing. <laughs> Thank you for checking in. Thank you for having me. This has been such a blessing and such a great conversation. And y'all, we are going to work on for the rest of the year. And of course, thereafter. But I would say be intentional from here on out, from the time you listen to this podcast. Of course, obviously, when you listen to this podcast, some of you may already have her book and some of you may not, but still work from today on out in killing comparison, right? And definitely support the book, Killing Comparison. There is a landing page for Killing Comparison. Is it killingcomparisonbook.com? It's just killingcomparison.com. It is. Yep. Don't even have to have the book. Okay. (laughs) Killingcomparison.com. I urge, I urge, I urge, because you can even tell physical postures of people, whether you're depressed or feeling like when you walk into a room, you're not good enough. Or when you walk into a room, you even have the physical posture that you, oh, I'm I'm, I'm in the way, you know, and so I'm killing comparison. I am so excited about your book. Thank you so much. I look forward to speaking more with you. And there's an open invitation 
if you feel like, yo, I think I didn't get to share this with your listeners, we'll have a part two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, Open door. I love it. Thank you. Open Thank you, girl. Door. This has been great. Thank you for <laughs> your time. Thank you. Wow, I'm so thankful that Nona got a chance to come on here and check in with us. And I hope that after you listen to this podcast that you can reflect. I loved the takeaways. My favorite takeaways were when she was talking about inspiration versus expiration. And I loved how she mentioned that somebody else winning isn't you losing and how we are born an original, but many of us will die as a duplicate. I'm curious of what your takeaways were. Let me know on my social medias, whether it's through DM or when I post a snippet of this. Don't be shy. Comment in the comment sections and let me know what you took from this podcast. I love, like I said, the subtitle. So what do I mean by subtitles? So a subtitle is obviously, you know, you have the title of the book, right? And then maybe there's sometimes some words that are in a smaller font to the side of, you know, the title of the book. So the subtitle of her book, Killing Comparison, is Reject the Lie, You Aren't Good Enough, and Live Confident in Who God Made You to Be. Reject the lie, you're not good enough. Because it's a lie. So not that you're not good enough. Are there areas where we can always improve? Yeah, like you know that if you know you have a speaking engagement, you know you got to prepare for the speaking engagement. So there's one thing to say you're not good enough. No, it's not that you're not good enough. Maybe you're just not prepared enough. Do a little more research. Do that thing that you need to do to be confident. Now, even after you've done all that you know to do, sometimes when you walk in a room, you can see other heavy hitters. Listen, there's always going to be somebody who got more money than you. There's always going to be somebody who they just, it is what it is, right? But it shouldn't necessarily be that it kills your confidence or you begin to compare. I find myself saying, man, let me dig into their mind. Let me see what their mindset is so that I can be better, do better, speak better, whatever it is that I want to be better at. But I already know I'm dope. I already know I'm amazing. But are there areas where you, baby girl that's listening, where you like, okay, I can get better at this versus comparing? Because comparing almost makes you feel like there's a deficit, that you're lacking something and you're not. You're dope, you're awesome, you are amazing, and guess what, you are good enough. You're good enough, you're just enough, you're more than enough, you know what I mean? So thank y'all for listening, thank y'all for tuning in and downloading these episodes. All right, I'll see y'all soon. Checking In with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, 
which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's good, everybody? It is our favorite time of the year here at the Black Effect. We're heading down to Atlanta for the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival. And we're not going alone. Nissan is back as our partner, and they're continuing their Pitch Your Podcast Lounge at the festival, where you'll have the opportunity to pitch your podcast idea live and share it with the Black Effect team. So get those podcast ideas ready. And remember, you can count on Nissan to dial up the thrill in your adventures, no matter where life takes you. Visit blackeffect.com slash podcast festival for more details what's up y'all janice torres here and i'm austin hankwitz we're the hosts of mind the business small business success stories a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's ruby studios and intuit quickbooks join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success from finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm late. I'm late. For a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.